So I got to apologize to everybody. I don't, I'm not in my normal setup. It's a, it's a road game for me today. Uh, recording this in my my parents' bedroom, which is, you know, or not my parents' bedroom, my bedroom at my parents' house. It's no longer a bedroom, but it's it's the place where I once slept. Uh, very, very much a full circle moment right now. It's kind of kind of crazy. But I um, was going to say that uh, we have our most popular I got to say our most popular guest because it was our most popular episode uh, the last time you came on. It's uh, Benjamin Braddock. Uh, this is Medical Red Pill 2. Um, so, Ben, how's it going? I mean, we were, we were talking off camera. You know, you're, you're working through some battles, too. So uh, you don't whether you want to go into those or not. But we're, we're all we're all going to power through this. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm pretty good. I. Uh... So I was doing a uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu training a few weeks ago and uh, we got into some chokehold training and there's one I just didn't tap out. Things kind of went dark. And uh, yeah, so my throat's, I noticed afterward, like, all right, my throat's really sore. And then uh, I was like eating and it felt like something popped in my throat, like almost like it, uh, almost like something bursting. So I was like, all right, that's not good. And uh, so I waited it out a couple of weeks and it just kind of continued. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start losing a lot of weight if, uh, if this doesn't get resolved quickly. So I go to, uh, I went to an ear, nose and throat specialist today. They stuck a camera down my throat um, just to say that it was a, a perfect and beautiful throat. They had never seen anything like it. Uh, and that I just had like a little <laughs> bit of... <laughs> I just, probably, got, I just got I just got that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I probably just uh cracked the cartilage and so yeah I should just uh stop getting choked out yeah that's that's really what you can glean from all this is just you know you gotta you gotta make you gotta protect your neck yeah and that you know there was that other uh Brazilian MMA fighter he was a you know world champion and he got uh killed the other night in a bar fight so I think that the real lesson is like Forget martial arts, just carry a gun. Dude, I was because I, I had this guy, this guy at my work does MMA, and he's like the nicest guy to me, but like he's like a, a prick when he gets really mad. He's this little guy, he's about like five four, like just little, but just rock like a fire hydrant, just rocked up. And he can do uh he's like he's like really good. I, I don't know the classifications of training, but I mean he's like sparring all the time. He knows every um the Bay Area had like a pretty big UFC scene for a while, like on, in the underground and stuff. And he he was really, really like a part of all that. But anyways, this guy loses his temper all the time. And I'm just like, dude, the minute everybody knows that you're this good at MMA, they're just gonna shoot you. Maybe not in California, but like yeah. they're just gonna shoot you, man. Like, cause they're, they're like they'll fight guys like me. You know, like they'll just be like, "Hey, I, like we'll fight. I'll see what happens." You know, like for sure. Yeah. But I'm, you know, when they know you can like do the Bruce Lee thing in the chest and just stop all organ function, like man, it's they're just gonna shoot you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Fuck a lockdown, baby, I can't do that shit And I don't ever vote, cause I'm fucking broke And either way, I know the police ain't gon' leave me alone On a plane, by the visit Glen Rock, me 
crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding Cause we might get caught up in a riot Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Do you love to see it? Dudes rocking Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix With that rare candy paint job on the whip, who you with? So I don't know where I was going with that, but anywho, uh, we're both battling through stuff right now. But like I said, I was our most popular episode last time, which was fun because, you know, long time ago, th- these are things that I've, especially my co-host is going to be joining us in a, for, uh, in a couple minutes. Like he's on hippie standard time. So it starts a little bit later, but he, uh, he's the same way where it's like, man, like, does anyone want to hear what we're talking about? Does anyone want to hear about polio? Does anyone want to hear like, you know, the, the real story about it? Um, but we also on that episode, I mean, it was it was two months ago and we were talking about monkeypox and like, you know, it's here we are. It's a thing now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing now. Um, I was. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was talking to a friend the other day. I uh, scared some of his guests at a dinner party back in May and he was uh, he was telling me he was like, you know, I, I thought you were, you know, being like a little uh sensationalistic when you said that this was gonna you know end up becoming a big deal it's like but yeah <laughs> it's like uh people are getting freaked out now so yeah. um, especially i think after uh, after like the reports came out of like a couple kids having it like p- more parents started uh you know becoming alerted to it and you know it freaks them out so yeah, you've seen the little, there's like, you'll see the things floating around there from like local news station tweets yeah. and stuff. And it'll, it'll be like, you know, this family, you know, two cases at this daycare, you know, teacher and then, you know, the students are uh, going to get uh, going to get tested and like they're going to they're going to, um, you know, we're going to see what happens. Right. And and you hear all this stuff and it's like really the the, the kids is where you got to watch out because like, I feel like once the kids get involved, that's when measures really start getting put down. It's always it's always the, the kids. Um, and, uh, you know, I, it's kind of weird because you're you're looking at um, I'm not sure what kind of measures are going to happen. I think people after our last episode with um, uh, Alex, Alex Gutentag, you know, we didn't I, I didn't want to make it seem like I think there's gonna be a full on covid lockdown. But like I could easily see masking or even remote schools and like, you know, you're always, and just perpetually being in that in that like could this all get shut down again mode it's just not a good place to be when the lever's already been flipped once yeah. and people say no it'll never happen again I, I don't necessarily think that's true yeah i mean i i think there's a lot of resistance to it uh within the administration um for now just because you know it it would be a disaster right um mm-hmm. and you know it, it's one thing when you're a challenger and you're trying to get your uh opponent to you know, take the blame for all of this, like they did with Trump. But mm-hmm. once, uh, once the buck is stopping on their desk, like things change, and it's like uh, it's actually not a big deal. We don't have to do that much about it. My uh, my main concern, though, is that we've built up such a uh, sanitary culture, not in a good sanitation right. way, but just Over like sanitization. A, yeah, just like a, uh, a high, uh, you know, culture of hypochondria. Uh, and a lot of special interests that are are cashing in on that. So the people who got into the COVID testing racket, you know, they're definitely going to want to get into the monkeypox testing racket. So there's a lot of 
there's a lot of vested interests that would like to do mass testing for monkeypox, right? The same way they did for COVID. Right. Because um, it's, you know, it's, it's a cash cow and they have all these uh, locations and staff. All this stuff is already set up. The infrastructure is there, right? So as people just don't get tested for COVID that much anymore, it's like, all right, we need something else to test for, right? To keep yeah. the keep the model rolling. Knock so, the cobwebs off it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's getting rusty. Yeah, so, like I, th- when yeah, so I, th- I think that's the thing is there's a there are a lot of special interests who would like to see, um, you know, they're narrow special interests, but they would really like to see this blow up into something. And I think you, I sent you some tweets from that guy who uh, he owns a testing company. Yeah. He's been like a big time promoter of <laughs> You know, like oh, monkeypox is airborne, and you know this kind of stuff, and it's like, well, right, which is always how whether or not to be pushed. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like whether or not it is or not. Like you have a very clear stake in this, and you know we can see what time. Now, my main concern, actually, with all of this, is that there is uh, there's so much demand for vaccine, and there's yeah. just a very small supply of uh, the Genios. Uh, vaccine from Bavarian Nordic, this little Danish company that was about to go bankrupt before uh, suddenly their one product, the smallpox vaccine, like, you know, becomes relevant. But, uh, you know, the the thing is, like, they're not they're not meeting demand, like the UK bought up their existing inventory almost immediately back in May. And, uh, and so the other smallpox vaccine that we have in the stockpile, which, you know, the the whole reason they're using smallpox vaccines for monkeypox uh, protection is it's all based off of one paper in 1987 that said that people who had the smallpox inoculation, like contracted monkeypox at a lower rate, but there wasn't enough spread of monkeypox to really make that determination. Like it's extremely small numbers of people that have ever contracted monkeypox. This was, done in Africa. And it was done on like, it was done like three, vac- uh, three smallpox vaccines ago. So it's, it's not even like, it's never been studied for this particular one from, uh, from Bavarian Nordic. But anyway, that's, but that's where the approval comes from, you know, because the FDA just has no standards. And that's considered, and that's considered the better, is that considered the better one too? Like, I mean, the, Gen- I, the Genius is considered the, the good one because, and it was the, it was the one that, so the big one, the, the one that we have 100 million doses ready to go, uh, I heard Tony Fauci say that the other day, and it made my blood run cold. Because <laughs> I was like, why would we need 100 million doses of smallpox vaccine? Yeah, does he just have storage units, like just those yeah. big like storage companies full right. of just like random vials of stuff? Like, it's just what is going on? Yeah. So that one is the ACAM 2000. I mean, it sounds oh, yeah. like a, an alien, right? Like something out of Terminator. Um, and it, it is kind of like that because it, the, the burns look similar too. Like, yeah. It's, it's a, uh, live virus and it's a replication competent virus. Meaning if you get the inoculation, right, you're like, you're supposed to cover the inoculation site. Um, and this would happen sometimes with kids who had smallpox vaccines mm-hmm. is they could transmit it to an unvaccinated sibling. And then suddenly their unvaccinated sibling has what's essentially smallpox, you know, and you, if you look up the, uh, the term progressive vaccinia, 
uh, you know, which is what the the condition is kind of broadly called. Uh, if, and you know, if you have a weak stomach, don't do this or mm-hmm. easily disturbed. But you know, Google Images just has scores and scores of pictures of what this looks like, and it's horrible. It's it's worse than death. You know, like no one has died in the U.S. yet from this, but uh, the, the side effects of this shot I think are actually worse than death because you know it can horribly disfigure you. You know, it's like eats eats off half of your face, right? That's uh, this whole one picture. You know, they, they ended up having to give the woman like multiple skin grafts. Um, and she looked like a burn victim after, you know, and you know, this was just, yeah, this is the, the vaccine going wrong. So like, there's a reason that, you know, the Bush administration was, was considering like restarting mass vaccination mm-hmm. and just based off of some of the side effects from this vaccine from like, uh, you know, emergency workers and that kind of thing. They, they then backed off that plan really quickly because, uh, it was obvious it was going to be a huge disaster. But one of the categories of people, like you, you would never give ACAM 2002. Uh, there's two main categories. One is people who have any exfoliative skin disorder. So uh, eczema, psoriasis, anything like that, they are much more likely to get one of these really severe side effects uh, where it's like their skin is just basically. Uh, yeah, like rotting off, right? Just, yeah, the pictures are rough, guys. Like, I mean, yeah. you go look for yourself if you if you got that guy. I feel like if you got that live leak kind of stomach, live yeah. leak video to your stomach, you know. Yeah, so that's that's the one category, and the other category of people is people who are immunocompromised, right? Including people with HIV. So, the Genius vaccine, uh, we the U.S. government bought enough doses to basically cover those two groups, because. Uh, those two groups, it seems like it's at least safe to give that vaccine to. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't do any large studies, though, with uh, with Genios and HIV. And the uh, the issue is Genios is still a live vaccine. Now, they say that they've modified it to where it's not replication competent. Mm. Uh, but I talked to a a. Uh, very good doctor friend uh the other day about it who you know really knows their stuff and uh you know what i got from it is like all right they say it's replication incompetent on the label and all but really in someone who has like uh you know moderate to severe immunodeficiency uh there's a very good chance that it it'll actually uh start de-attenuating right and it'll start replicating and turn into something uh, and there's even a there's even a, uh, a a smaller chance, but it's still a chance that it could happen just in someone else, right? Because we have the polio shot, which is you know an attenuated live virus vaccine that's not supposed to be capable of replicating. Yet now we have polio in New York again, right? Because it came from the live vaccine, yeah, and that's being and that's not a conspiracy theory. This I saw this that's in NPR, and NPR is calling it a vaccine yeah. derivative. We, we can tell it's a vaccine derivative because we know what poliovirus strains were used to make the live vaccine. And so you can just do the genetic analysis and be like, okay, yeah, this matches. Like this came from, uh, you know, this is the vaccine poliovirus that, that people have. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very clear cut thing to, to figure out whether you're dealing with a wild polio strain or a vaccine derived polio strain. And in the past few years, most of most worldwide cases have 
uh, almost exclusively are caused by the vaccine drive strain. So we don't use the live poliovirus in the United States anymore for the vaccine, but they're still using it in Africa. Hmm. Interesting. And as far as the actual virus itself goes, before we get too deep in this conversation, monkeypox, the virus, uh, Alex Guntag last episode brought up a really good point. Like we are going off these, even these, um, the, the small amount of cases that we've had so far, most of them, it, it seems, have been a combination of lesion swabbing PCR tests and doctor diagnosis. So it, can we confirm that this what's happening is real and not just either A, symptom laundering, B, just other shit like shingles that could be from, you know, certain shots that have happened or, or just, you know, anything. How do we know that this is actually really happening, especially after COVID with all the false positives? I mean, it's... I'd say at the very least, we could say that there is a skin disorder that is happening after a certain set of behaviors among certain demographics. Um, <laughs> Fair. And then like these other cases, it's like, who knows? Like this, yes. Yeah, and, I, and I think actually we'll have issues with like the chicken pox probably being misdiagnosed in some cases. Right. Uh, it's actually really hard to get the PCR test from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um and you know there's there's lots of hoops to jump through well they're not drawing blood is the big thing there's even lab companies like that won't take the monkeypox testing blood like which is kind of crazy like lab corp and stuff like yeah there's i've heard there's dermatologists that won't um that won't see people who have it and and this kind of stuff that's so weird to me like i I just i don't know that's so weird especially i think something that hasn't had any like reported deaths in america right you had the guy in, in brazil who died with and he had leukemia well, yeah, I mean, I, I I do think though that you have to keep in mind that uh, you know some things are worse than dying, <laughs> and the lesions, especially when they show up on people's face, that really scares people. Right? And, no, there's a vi- there was no like, there was a visual thing. Like yeah, so I think some cool. of these you know some of these dermatologists who are taking a pass are just like you know, I really don't want to be on like Oxycontin for three weeks because, uh, you know, the, the pain is so horrific. Right. Or you could go blind if one of these things pops up on your eye and, you know, this kind of thing. So maybe a guy will be like, I'd love to be on Oxycontin yeah. for three weeks. Please bring those lesions. To me. Yeah. Probably we're probably going to see like some homeless <laughs> chasers. Uh, hey, man. True. Those. True. Like you can uh, see, but, but so you, you do, you but, can, you think we have enough to say that this is a real thing though, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I I'd say it's, um, you know, it's, something's happening. Uh, but back to uh, what I was saying about ACAM 2000, the problem is, and I see is, you know, Genius was, I think it's fine generally to, to kind of use in the, uh, in that population. I mean, it's less, I don't know if it's fine, but it's like less likely that something's going to go bad. But the problem is there is now huge pressure because, you know, like New York state uh, put up a, like one of their appointment bookings, like a a vaccine clinic. And they had over 30,000 unique page loads in under an hour when it first went up and they had like 500 vaccine doses. Right. So that's like, one dose for every 60 people. And so there's going to be a lot of political pressure from a lot of people freaked out and they're going to want to get the vaccine. 
And I think there's going to be a lot of political pressure to use the ACAM 2000, so the older smallpox inoculation. But if you give this live vaccine uh, that is, you know, replication competent, if you give it to a population of people where there's a high level of HIV, you're going to end up with, you know, you're tempting fate. You're going to end up with a situation where uh, the virus is going to just start de-attenuating because, you know, in someone who's immunocompromised, their immune system can't fully clear the virus. So it just hangs out in their body for months and kind of figures out how to deal with human uh, immune systems. Right. So like uh, the Delta variant with COVID, you know, it's almost certain that that came from uh, someone who was like severely immunocompromised. And, you know, this just uh, it was the alpha variant or whatever came before Delta. It was that that was just in somebody's body for a few months and then, uh, you know, made these uh, mutations along the spike to avoid any kind of uh to avoid the antibodies, right? So that's, I think, the big problem is that with with ACAM two thousand is we're risking a we're risking actually starting a uh, an epidemic of the uh, vaccinia ankara virus, which is like kind of like smallpox and kind of like cowpox, but not exactly like either of those two, right? They say it's kind of like the same principle as using cowpox to inoculate against smallpox, but it's it's just a different um, pox virus that's supposed to give the protection. And you know, I think you know, like San Francisco just the other day said that they they were going to clear two hundred doses of AK. Yeah. Um, and they're you know, I saw another document saying that they're clearing AKM two thousand for children uh, twelve months and up. And that's horrifying yeah. because yeah, that was in ABC News and uh, Children's. I saw it on Children's Health Defense, but they had the ABC News article, and you can run those articles with with the because of how we had like a Marvel movie type victory over smallpox in as far as the narrative goes. You know, like we we've you can do that. You can just say like this. Oh, this is going to be given to children. It's a smallpox thing. You know, you don't have a problem with the smallpox thing, right? 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 right. They can they can kind of that's. Yeah. COVID, it's like there's a level of skepticism that like not so much is acceptable, but people are kind of like, okay, like I know a guy, everybody knows a guy, right? Like, you know, you can, that's, we've gotten to that point now. Now it wasn't the same two years ago. We've gotten to that point now where there's a decent amount of people that are like, yeah, I went too far. And it's, it's, uh, but the smallpox is like not really, I mean, (laughs) Ben knows we've brought it up multiple times and people have shot us down about it. Um, And, you know, (laughs) in fact, I mean, there's a phenomenon where whenever you intensively vaccinate against smallpox, you would always have smallpox outbreaks. Yeah. You know, almost every situation vaccination with smallpox led to outbreaks of this stuff. Now, what I'm seeing reports of now is that uh, people are getting monkeypox after the first dose. Oh, wow. And it's, it's, it's not a, uh, you know, it's not a really, but how do you know that's not just an adverse reaction? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's where yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah. what, what would the adverse, I mean, the adverse reaction, like what, what do you think is going to happen when you inject live virus into someone's body? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I suppose so. I just, I'm just saying like, uh, so yeah, it's like, 
and the thing, I mean, how you would really be able to tell is like, is this passing on to household? But yeah, I mean, adverse reaction includes infection with the thing that you're vaccinating against. And that seems to be what, what could be happening. Like, yeah, there's, uh, I think her name's uh, Genevieve Bergeron. She, he, she did a presentation, I think, for the International AIDS Society. Something that, uh, okay, yeah. you know, of 30, you know, it's a cluster of 39 cases who developed monkeypox, uh, you know, post-vaccination. And, you know, it was pretty close. And in, in some of these cases, like, they couldn't find any... Uh, any instance of these people actually being exposed to someone who had monkeypox? Mm, interesting. You know, so uh, that's just, uh, it's kind of what I've expected. Uh, sure. But it, it would be even worse with the, with the older smallpox vaccine because that one is, is less attenuated. Um, it's actually, I, I'm not, I'm not actually, sure. I don't think it's even attenuated at all. I think it's just, uh, no, yeah, it's it's somewhat attenuated. It's what what century was the first smallpox vaccine again? The Edward Jenner thing? Uh like the seventeen hundreds. Jesus. Uh yeah. you know, yeah. Catherine the Great, George Washington, they all smallpox inoculation. So yeah, they I mean, yeah, the smallpox, they're like, Yeah, it's old. It's the old technology, it's probably fine. And it's like it didn't work, right? Like you had <laughs> you had hundreds of years to try to make smallpox vaccination work and it never worked. And suddenly yeah. smallpox goes away after people stop drinking raw sewage. Like once we, you know, like man, you can't isolate that man. How dare you? Yeah. You can't, there's just, yeah. there's no way throwing dead bodies in the town water supply. There's no way that the uh, decomposing fucking pig matter in the water and stuff. No way, man. I did. I, doctors deciding to actually wash their hands before treating patients. Yeah. No way, dude. It's well, that's what I was, the washing hands thing. Like these, these people have such a trust of all this stuff yet. They admit that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know the doctors wash their hands and they, and they made the guy that said they should. Like, who was the who was the and crazy? Yeah, who was <laughs> like the Doctor Peter McCullough of that era? You know, there was a couple guys, right? Like, I there, were a couple, yeah. there were there were soldiers who went to uh, prison for not taking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was reading reading dissolving illusions is crazy to me because nothing is new. Like yeah. Ecclesiastes was right. There is nothing. You never get surprised before. anymore, ever. Like I mean, you, you kind of shake your head. You're kind of like, yeah. ah, if we're there, huh? You know, you Every, do that, but you yeah. don't. Everything we went through with COVID, they were going through in the 1800s with these yeah. other diseases. All the all the political uh, yeah. cartoons are like our memes today <laughs> with the same issue. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. like also, I love that she, uh, Humphreys hasn't said shit about the COVID stuff. <laughs> you know, she's just gone dark. You know, like I don't know. It's like. I don't know if there's something weird about that or if they like threaten her. What if she was like, you don't want to know. That's just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So one thing that's, that's jumped out. That's kind of interesting is, uh, Georgia. Um, uh, so, you know, they've had like 619 cases, uh, that are men and six cases that are women. Hmm. Um, and, it's 82% among black or African-American mm. and uh, 67% of the cases uh, have HIV. And so it's Cross, crossover yeah. kind of immunity thing. Yeah. Well, they said it could never happen. 
So it seems to me that what's going on is because, you know, I mean, we know pretty well that it's, it's, uh, you know, pretty much all of the cases up until this point, aside from the like notable exceptions, like every time a woman gets it, it's, it, it blows up on TikTok. Uh, of course, but, and one, I remember seeing one woman in Georgia saying that she got it from like handling money. Like she's a cashier at a gas station and, Mm. um, Anyway, so we already know, like, all right, you know, it's big in the gay community, and then, you know, this is what's going on here. But I think it's actually, there's something else going on because the numbers of people who are getting it, the, the HIV numbers are really, really high, like much higher than like the gay community as a whole. And mm-hmm. so I'm thinking that, that there's, a, it's almost, it seems like almost an opportunistic infection that's going after people who have, uh, you know, dampened immune systems. Interesting. Uh, so when you say it's beyond the gay community, I mean, where are we saying, do you think, are we, cause that could, could it just be people are doing more drugs now and stuff, you know, no, no, I'm, I'm saying it's, it hasn't really gone beyond that. Like, oh, hasn't, it, hasn't gone. When beyond, it okay. does, when it does go beyond that, like it's, it's these kind of, uh, edge cases. Right. Right. So it might be like a housekeeper changing sheets, um, you know, in a hotel room where like somebody was lay, laying and had like oozing lesions or something. But it's not yeah. like, you know, people are just walking down the street and catching it. Right. Best Western shit, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it's, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, it's weird because like those ones, like, I, okay, that's the other thing. Like with those stories, I just, I just, it's tough for me not to go back to like China, you know, 2020 with these, some of these stories. Like I got it from handling money. We need to go paperless now. Why am I touching cash still sign up for, you know, the square app. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why, why are we, why are we doing like, I just, all this, all this stuff. I don't know. uh, Money in Atlanta is filthy though. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. I wouldn't touch cash in Atlanta either. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's ca- there's cash like, yeah, because that actually because, you know, monkeypox is where everyone, you know, says it's from. Then maybe that money was, you know, up someone's ass, I guess, as well. And look, I mean, maybe a, maybe an issue. What I'd love to see is I'd love to see a breakdown of cases by vaccination status. How many of these people got COVID shots? I know. They never do. They're never going to release those numbers, though. They never do. Remember how hard that was to find out about the measles breakouts? Yes. Yeah, well, oh, that was yeah. my that was my red pill for the fucking for the old like a long time ago when they'd always pump on the news. I guess I was already kind of against the vaccines at this point, but they they would pump on the news. They're like outbreak of measles in this community, and then they'd always blame the anti-vaxxers. And then you look it up, and it 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 happened in like a fully vaccinated community, and you're like, wait, what? You know? And then you're like, do these even fucking work? And it's like, no, they don't. You know? So the whole because the whole argument is herd immunity, right? It's like, oh, herd immunity. That's where the shame comes. Because if it wasn't about herd immunity, no one should care, right? Cause like about personal medical. Care. Right, right. Yeah, it would never the whole be non-factor. Is, yeah. yeah, but they say like, no, you're hurting the community, actually. Well, it turns out that like herd immunity is not, in the way they say it is, it's not real. And it's, in many cases, it's the opposite. <laughs> it's functioning of that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know. Well, what do you feel about that, that Ben? I mean, I, I think that, uh, 
I don't know. I mean, we were we were chasing herd immunity for a while, and it, you know we would get it kind of in waves, like levels of it. I mean, I, I'm one of these people who thinks that COVID has actually been around for much longer um, than the official timeline. How much uh, longer? Probably back to late 2018. Mm, I don't disagree. I can, per I can see that. Yeah, I can totally Easily. see that. Yeah. We've got, I mean, there's samples of it, right? Like yeah. catalog samples of like lung tissue and stuff that, you know, have, yeah. have the virus in it. So yeah, I remember vape lung, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man, that's... Also, I think Lathe, like Jonathan Latham wouldn't disagree at all. I mean, that's his whole thing is like, they found it in the fucking mine, the OG strain, like the Landry strain, like if it was yeah. Yeah. Like eight years ago or something, you mother, know, they just mother plant. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, Fauci confessed today that he made it in his kitchen. Yeah, he was laughing <laughs> when he said it, like he was saying it jokingly. But you know, the whole Masonic yeah. thing is like you have to admit this stuff publicly. Listening to me, goats. Yeah, but the uh, yeah, the, the and but the, what I found interesting, uh, getting back to this, uh, uh, the vaccination process of monkeypox, which is already underway, um, which I still, that part is crazy to me. Like that part is like the part that I was like, well, damn, we're already here. You know, like we're, we're already just bringing out like old, old uh, stockpile, like storage unit stuff. And, um, but also what is this thing? They're splitting it up into five doses. Is that the recommended mm, thing? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This five. is a new thing. Okay. So yeah, to I'm avoid to using the raggedy old smallpox thing that's going to melt people's faces off and cause like a panic, like the mm -hmm. first time that the, the first time that an ache, uh, that an Instagram model has a negative side effect of ACAM 2000 and gets gangrene mm -hmm. in the face, like it's over for these people. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah exactly. So they are smart enough to like yeah. to try to avoid this, to tell like, you know, Scott Weiner and some of these other people you know, activists like, no, we're not doing this, but, uh, what they're going to, the FDA authorized today is they're going to try to split the doses into fifths. So they'll give you one fifth of one dose. Sick. <laughs> it's a two dose shot, right? So you'll, you know, you're, you only get protection and they're measuring protection by antibodies. There's no human In clinical trial. <laughs> It's like the Led Zeppelin. We're going to do a song five four this time. It's like, <laughs> so they're going to give you one tenth of what the vaccine was approved for, like one tenth of the amount, because they're just trying to like get it, you know, as many people as possible. So what they're doing is their strategy is to put it between the layers of the skin. So instead of like injecting it through the skin, like into the fat. You know, like normal, right? We're going to try to get it to where it doesn't go through the bottom layer of the skin, just through like into the middle layer of skin, what and then the that'll fuck? create like a small bubble, and then there'll be like a little bit of a scar from it, right? What the fuck? But the thing <laughs> is, like, how many it's nurses insane, do you think are capable of like doing this? Yeah, it's Chris Kyle, fucking American sniper nurse, like just gets right. <laughs> the only people I would trust to do this are people who've had at least fifteen years of heroin addiction under their belt. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you wonder what or, needle they're using. You know? Or yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, that's that. Then, then you just really can never relax when you're getting yeah. your fifth. You know, and oh, dude, can you imagine how cringe the fucking five shot program card selfie people will be too? Oh, oh, oh it's gonna be great. Yeah, uh, well, you're not gonna get five shots. You're just gonna get a fifth of a shot. 
And oh, I thought it was. I thought you get a. I thought you they just rationed it. I'm sorry. I was yeah, I'm no. off on that. So uh, they're just giving you a fifth of it. So it's, it's that's even more insane. Like, I, yeah, like that's, yeah, so that's it's, so it's actually a tenth of the full dose, right? So it's like if right, okay, I got you now. Yeah. 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 So but you're supposed never, to get two I, full shots, and they're like, the best we can do is a fifth of one shot. <laughs> I love, and they're just allowed to change up the regime, like the like. Yeah, yeah. They, they can fly by the seat. They could just come up with any bullshit they want. And versus yeah, and it's, like it's, ivermectin, which is banned, you know, you're like you can't you can't get prescribed it, you know, like oh, yeah. or anything like that, you know. It's like, yeah, no, no, yeah, no testing. For COVID, yeah, for COVID, that's a great point. For COVID, it's like, well, this medication, all right, using like a steroid inhaler, like asthma people use, and we know that it doesn't have any really bad side effects. You know, yeah, there's been three randomized controlled trials that we took a long time to even give funding to. And they've all shown that it'll reduce mortality by 90%. But I think we need like two or three more just to be safe before we can recognize. <laughs> like that's the way the NIH approached you yeah. know, this pandemic that was killing hundreds of thousands of people. And now it's like, you it's know, bullshit. guys are just on acid at CDC and just be like, what if we just gave them a fifth of a dose, but we put it between the layers of the skin? <laughs> you know? Yeah. LSDC. It, yeah, yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you something is going. You know, uh, Loki Julianis, one of the OG uh, Frog Twitter posters, who was all over COVID, uh, especially really early on, pulling up interesting stuff. I mean, he he called it uh, Reds Wuhan related immune deficiency syndrome. Uh, COVID, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, like the original Grids thing, because he was like, "Yeah, this is like this is." really hitting people's immune systems hard and it does it, it will like uh someone gets a bad case of it you know they start getting like weird co-infections uh i've heard a lot of this stuff from from doctors i trust you know like they'll end up with tb right in florida yeah. this is uh other you know exotic diseases and <laughs> just uh you know polio like they're po rolling out polio booster vaccines to a million children in london I saw this today. Uh, you know, they've detected the virus in like 116 times in eight different boroughs, like the first outbreak in 40 years. So they're, yeah. you know, they've got that outbreak. And then there's this Nipah virus outbreak in China. Yeah, that's yeah, the new I heard one. about that. I've just been seeing that. Yeah. You know, and, and the the, just coincidentally, the Wuhan lab was genetically manipulating the Nipah virus. And, you know, and here's the other thing. The only Hanipa viruses that have the uh, ORFX uh, uh, membrane protein are from the Mojang mine, which is where COVID comes from. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> it's just like Sauron out there. Just, oh, they're just, ground zero. Dude, they're making use of those samples. And, and here's the messed up thing about this. I mean, I, I give the Chinese a lot of uh, a lot of criticism. Um and, and they earned it, but they didn't know how to keep any of these samples alive until Ralph Barrick from UNC taught them how yeah, to, yeah, to do it. Heels. And then he was like, now I'm going to show you how to resurrect dead viruses and then splice together a lot of random other viruses into one like super virus. And, yeah. you know, these guys are just selling, selling us out for like a you know a million in grant funding by the chinese government they love these partnerships and they're, they're like oh i can get my name on a lab somewhere in china you know they, they all love this stuff and it's like going into it 
you know, completely oblivious to the fact that maybe China would like to displace the United States as a uh, world superpower. You know, <laughs> that's the weird thing about all this, these collabs between these countries when they're like, hey, I know we're we're nowhere economic enemies, but let's make viruses together, like really scary ones. Well, yeah, that, like, what, it's that Lord of the Rings meme where it's like, never did I ever think I'd be fighting oh, yeah. the, whatever, I forget, the, with the dwarf. Yeah. 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 And and what's uh yeah it's almost like they think that that it's going to bring our countries together like if we collaborate on bioweapons like remember the titans this is how we're going to become friends like this you know we'll just work on science experiments together it's insane it's it's insane yeah it's like yeah it's like a disney movie like but with uh you know viruses and um yeah so that's okay that mind thing is fucking me up by the way the, the where the mind yeah, Mojang fucking mind. It's such, it's such a vibe. Man. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. So that that's going on right now. It's like, then, um, you know, I I have been. I, is there a so speaking of where it's at? Like, so we talked about the last time you were uh, you were on here when we first talked about monkeypox. We were talking about how it was actually found in um, when you know scientists we're trying to, you know, basically make vaccines inside the cell linings of, of chimpanzees. Right. That's, that's where, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, they were, uh, they were like injecting, uh, in the, this was in the fifties. It was pretty crude. Like they would just like inject chimps, like they would infect them with like polio or smallpox or whatever. And then the ones who survived, they would just kind of try to, uh, take some of their blood and see if they could harvest antibodies from it. Mm, that's you know, crazy to, uh, to make a serum and yeah so um well so so i i say that to say this if this if this has been around for a long time right it's probably it's a long time in a sense where it's like back in full force now right because like scott wiener's talking they even admit it's been around for a while and like even people like scott wiener are saying this is a lack of like vaccination over period of time like we've we've had a lapse in our vaccination although the fucking childhood vaccine thing ends up just like racking up fucking well, because we are they, you mean he's saying that we're dealing with small uh monkeypox because we haven't been vaccinated against smallpox um essentially in a sense like so we, or or just like i have the, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now there was like a town hall san francisco meeting about monkeypox mm. and um yeah well you know I'm not gonna, well, I mean, like there's normal, jokes to be made. Yeah, there's jokes. Normal to be made people sure. are not coming down with this. So why would you subject normal children to like smallpox vaccination when that can go yeah. really wrong? Just so Scott Weiner can go to, uh, yeah. you know, we're not even going to. He's literally Mister. He's Mister Slave, dude from Taiwan. <laughs> that's, that's, that's if that guy was like an elected official in your Oh city. man, like, it's just like that face. I mean, he. He's going to get caught and prosecuted, you know, for for like underage sex crimes. I, you, I, know, you know, maybe he's, but maybe he's like one of those Batman villains that's in with secret, <laughs> secretly in with like the fucking department, you know, like the he, guys. He like has the, the he really has the face for it. And that's all you need to know. That's really, yeah. Just trust your trust your yeah. uh, visual instinct and the fucking last name. I mean, like, come on, how perfect does it get? Like, just the guy's name is Scott Weiner. You know what I'm saying? Like, just I, it's just insane. So, um, no, what I mean is like, oh, I, you you talked about this when we first uh, we're we're uh, started recording here, and we're at like an over sanitized 
thing and uh, over sanitized, I guess, like terrain as everybody's terrain combined, I would say is over sanitized, right? Everybody, even like someone like me, like there's people that like force you to do like hand sanitizers in certain places. I go still and stuff like stuff that there or just something. Yeah, about, I mean, of that I, sort. I'll tell you where I really noticed it. Uh, the difference is I was in uh, Europe recently and, uh -huh. you know, you go to uh, an Italian coffee bar or whatever, even a, a French one. Uh, it was there in Lyon. It was a you know, very nice coffee shop. And, you know, got a chocolate croissant as one does. And the girl just like <laughs> grabs it and hands it to me. Barehanded. Nice. Oh, love it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like an infielder. Yeah, like, like <laughs> swing it, swinging bunt, Eric Chavez. Yeah, she doesn't put her hands into like these plastic uh, disposable gloves and yeah. like, get palms yeah. or anything. You mean this one? Palms all over this it with the plastic one. glove. Yeah. yeah. You sure this yeah. is the one you want? Crunches all the fucking glaze off the donut. Oh man, <laughs> don't get me started on the plastic. The 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 pla Well, let's get started on that. But anywho, yeah, yeah. oversimplified sense like where we're all thrown off. And um, I, I just I just wonder, like, will these will these ever stop? Like, you know, all these like breakthrough this, this, you know, oh, it accidentally created this, but there's another shot for it on the way. Don't worry, even though the last shot started. Yeah. this, Like, is that really just the forever cycle that we're in? Because it's just like if you if you get everybody to a certain bad terrain, um, right, as like a country you kind of just get used to that happening, you know? And even people I thought that I like expect to be kind of more like, wow, dude, they want to roll out another thing of vaccines. People will just go like, well, yeah, but you know, smallpox. And, it's you know, a smallpox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and just if people are just so much like, ah, it is what it is. You take the shot, you know, it's better. It's how, it's how we, it's how we go on. And just the fact that I think that people have just accepted that. And you don't want to be the weird guy. That's like, don't put on the plastic glove, you know, like, fucking pistol yeah. in the store you know like you don't want to do that you, you don't want to be that guy but there's it's like i i, I don't know man like it's like you, people don't see that people just walk around just coughing all fucking day like there's auto autoimmune is another thing the autoimmune diseases right i i saw and i were talking about this i i like don't like when i, I like the jokes the jokes are very funny about like women and fi fi fibromyalgia and all these other things yeah. yeah, Lyme disease. That all that shit's real. Like it's real. It's, real, it's real stuff, and it's because we overvaccinate. I'm sorry, I hate to say it. Well, it's it's a vicious. I was thinking about this the other day. It's a vicious cycle because the vaccine, especially the older one. I mean, still the ones today, but definitely the ones with that were even before they cleaned them up just a little bit as a reason. Right. You know, are they all triggered crazy? I mean, and they all caused autoimmune diseases. I'm sure that they caused my I, my everyone has some kind of autoimmune disease you know and like i have a little bit of, of a kind of one you know and i'm sure that it was instrumental in causing that and then it causes you know by the time you get hit older and you get hit with new viruses it reacts to the old one so autoimmune is your immune system freaking out when it shouldn't be so and obviously you don't want that because you want it to freak out when it should be when like novel viruses right. come in right so it's i think we're just on this treadmill that's going crazy and just like think about the difference between someone that like eats like fast food every day and you know drinks like Folgers coffee and it's just like not exercising or seeing the sunshine is in front of a blue screen like 12 hours a day versus mm -hmm. someone that is like taking reishi mushroom every day loaded with the vitamin d 
you know, like all the fucking polysaccharides and everything, not eating sugar, you know, like not eating fucking oil, you know, like trash oils and stuff like that. Like it's, I'm not trying, it's not like an elitist thing, but those are literally two different people. Like they're functionally like, yeah. it's all, it's like becoming a different species. almost. Right. No, no, it's yeah. true. You get the people who are like, uh, like, I don't know. I'm always around people constantly like they eat bad and they're just constantly clearing their throat all day. Yeah. Like you ever notice that? Like, and it's, and it's like when I'm eating poorly, I'm constantly clearing my throat all day. It's just mucus buildup. Like it's just yeah. gross. And I don't remember like seeing that for like, growing up. Maybe I, but I, it's, and I'm one of those people I get annoyed when people chew too loud. I don't like just like random noises people make. I'm really like, like observant on that, those type of things. I don't remember those, like, those <clears throat> like all that stuff all the time. Like people just do <laughs> constantly. And, you know, allergies are the same way. It's like people like you should, the fact that like kids get like they're, People like say that peanut allergies are fake. I'm like, no, they're absolutely not. I've seen a kid go into anaphylactic shock when I worked at a summer camp as like a high school. Yeah, I have, I have a I, nephew. It's it's crazy. It's fucking scary as hell. Like, and you're and and the fact that people just go like, yeah, I mean that is like what it is. It's like no, that should like that's like the how do people not go insane over like damn maybe I, what did I, I how do we tolerate that? People yeah, just you're... kind of joke about it. It's like oh, or it's like a thing like oh, you have a peanut out. Yeah. I have a nephew. He's uh. Fantastic baseball player, um, you know, thirteen-year-old kid, very healthy. Uh, you know, my brother and sister-in-law, they only buy organic meat. You know, yeah. it's all this stuff. But it's, uh, I remember my sister-in-law telling me that uh, when he was a, a baby, getting one of his—I don't remember if it was MMR or one of the other ones—but he had uh, like it was like two weeks where he just kind of dissociated. And he like didn't want to look at people and just mm. just kind of like tuned out after getting one of these shots, and he had had like fever that night and all that. So, you know, I've wondered, uh, you know, it's like, is this where like this this crazy peanut allergy came from? And like he and he has some other uh, random weird allergies. Like he's allergic to garden peas, like green peas. Mm. You know, <laughs> not, <laughs> like not the worst, not the worst one to cut out, in my opinion. But you know. <laughs> I got my vegetable takes get shit on all the time. So I'm just used to that. But yeah, but it, it really <laughs> sucks because, you know, like he'll if I'm uh, if they come over for dinner, like and I'm cooking, you know, I'll like make homemade ice cream. He'll be like, does this is there any uh, does the mix come from a place where there are like nuts? Fuck. <laughs> I know. You know, like what mix? Like I, I made this out of whipping yeah. cream. Yeah, 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 like you're fine, but you know, because it, it's uh, when he's had those reactions, it's been such a horrific ordeal that yeah, it's not, it's not fake, it's not yeah, like a so kid's getting winded or in like crying. They think it's like that, like the kid's like, ew, peanuts, like they think people think it's like that, and it's not, it's truly like, like you see the anaphylactic shot, it's fucking scary as hell. Like, we've I've seen yeah. it happen like multiple times, like where it's just like the kid was like, and they, and you know. Again, when you work at the summer camp, they're like, hey, like they write when, hey, your child, they send you home with a note the day, the week before they say, hey, your child cannot have like peanuts in their lunch, like a random kid, right? It's like, it's like a random kid that can eat anything. Kid just loves peanut butter sandwiches more than anything. Like, and he, you can't bring that because like that kid can't even be around that. It's like an inhalation thing. Some hours, not all of them are like that, but some cases are that bad. And you're like, damn, dude, like, nah, like people, 
and and instead of just calling it fake it's like you should be like no it's real and like what are we doing like why why are we not trying to get to the bottom of this like yes. it, honestly a private company like fucking skippy should do it like you know like and just be like hey why can't kids fucking have my peanut butter this is bullshit like you know I'll tell you, like, I'll tell you one of the other ones that really freaks me out is this uh this new tick disease that'll make you allergic planters. to red meat oh i heard about this well, yeah that that's there's some cases in my area where like people just become severely allergic to any kind of red meat if they get mm. bit by this tick yeah, uh, yeah. And ticks, uh, man, if you want to go down to like a, a government research bioweapons rabbit hole sometime, that, we'll have to do another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Medical <laughs> ready. Yeah. 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 But uh, that's a, that is a whole can of worms. And it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm convinced that most of the tick-borne diseases in America, uh, you know, come straight from the uh, federal government. Yeah. Ticks aren't even a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it, ticks are very real. The problem is uh, they had guys flying around in the 50s and 60s with, uh, you know, collecting all these tropical viruses and putting them in ticks. Damn. Because ticks are a perfect dispersal method for bioweapons. Like you can drop a pod of them over like Cuba, which the CIA did. Um, to give the sugarcane workers uh, African relapsing fever. And so Damn. it just causes like these recurring fevers for like three months. So they did this like right before the harvest. So the workers would be too sick to be able to like work in the fields and harvest. They would just get, you know, fevers like night after night. Oh, and that's insane. I've never heard of it. Yeah. So the only, uh, the only reason we, we really even know about it is uh, there's the CIA agent who was dumping the ticks uh was not told exactly what what was uh going on like he he grabs this box and because he was just supposed to like throw the box uh over the side of the plane and the lid comes off and there's just like you know hundreds of thousands of ticks and he just you know like tosses the thing away freaks out but anyway he, he flies back and goes back home to Texas and his uh, wife had just had uh, their first son and the kid uh, starts getting sick with fevers. And there was a, uh, a doctor at the hospital there in Dallas that was from Africa and, you know, had, had done his residency and all like over there and knew what African relapsing fever looked like. And so he was able to like identify it and he knew how to treat it. Um, yeah, but otherwise that kid would have died. It was, a, we're talking an infant with, you know, 104, yeah. 105 degree temperature. Wow. And so this, that whole thing like made this guy basically uh, like turn on the agency just because it came that close to killing his kid. A hundred percent. And otherwise we wouldn't even know that the CIA had done that because. Damn. He, he yeah. the the um I, just to go back to the the allergies thing so i had read I, I i had read something and i cannot remember what it was but i had read something i think it might have been in children's health defense about um peanut allergies like there being like some weird thing in certain vaccine products that were like a peanut kind of i i don't i don't know what it was but some component what was that I say interesting, like, like, yeah, they, yeah. I, I yeah. don't quote me on that, but I had read something about that. I, I don't know. I'm trying to find it again, but I, I, you know, they use eggs for a lot of vaccines now, like the flu shot. Yeah. And there's been higher numbers of egg allergies in recent yeah. years. Yeah. 
Yeah, when you bypass proteins, so like inject into the yeah. bloodstream, that's totally different than digestion. And yeah. so like anything. Right. It's, it's an antigen in the bloodstream. Yeah. 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 So, so fear, fear not though, um, for all these kids that were allergic to peanuts, um, as of January 26, 2022, this is in precisionvaccinations.com. Also found it in snacksafely.com, which is a real site. Um, novel peanut allergy vaccine candidate clinical trial clearance. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, VLP peanut is what it's called, which is, sounds like a, a special form of planters that you could buy, like the private reserve planters mixed nut jar, like VLP peanut, uh, is a novel immunogenic protective and non-reactogenic vaccine candidate is based on immune immunology optimized cucumber mosaic virus derived VLPs yeah. with the major peanut allergy. Don't know how to say the weird Latin thing. Um, A-R-A-H-2 displayed on its sur- uh, on its surface. So basically I'm, I feel comfortable. I don't know if everybody, if people could say us. I think our childhood vaccination, uh, um, uh, program almost quadrupling, right? I think it was after mm-hmm. the 1986 Liability Act. Um, I was born in 1990, and I remember my mom saying when I was in kindergarten, the peanut allergy. She's like, I've never heard of that. You know, like, yeah. like, like no, no, like all the parents. That was the first generation. So it's like right after 1986, we quadruple all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, kids start having debilitating peanut allergies. Yeah. They keep getting worse and worse as we add more it to was, the schedule. But we so can't it was in the middle. It was in the mid '90s. I had a cousin who who developed a peanut allergy, and it was the first time that anybody in our extended family had heard of this. And people didn't believe it at first, totally, because it was just such a. You know, and I remember at that point, like allergies were not common. No. Now, I, th- there's a great conspiracy on this. I once heard from a uh, Peruvian contractor because he was pointing out that like he doesn't get. Uh, allergies at all in peru despite the fact that it's like blooming year round you know it's in a tropical zone and he said that it's the mulch that we put on our trees with the chemicals like we put around the roots of the trees because the trees uptake it in the roots and then just push it out into the air and he says that the pharmaceutical companies are in cahoots with the mulch companies to put additives in the mulch to cause these allergies to sell allergy medicine Wow. Whether it's true yeah. or not, this is a beautiful, elegant conspiracy theory. That it's well, it's well done. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah I was like, you know what? This man deserves American citizenship because he can think like an American. Like this is Dude, a I'm very- sorry. If you're developing a peanut allergy vaccine, when I'm sorry, the only thing that you can point to causation to the peanut allergy increase is the correlation, which people say, oh, causation, or, you know, correlation doesn't equal causation. But the only thing that we've done to children uh, differently in their treatment as far as that drastically has been, like I said, quadrupling uh, the childhood vaccination program immediately after companies were immune from liability uh, in after 1986. The, like the fact that you can create the product to combat that shows you what this whole thing, it's a racket. I'm sorry. It's a racket. It's a racket. It's not even, I wish it was like a whole nothing kind of bureaucratic, nothing money grab. It's so much more than that because these products do hurt people or make their lives super inconvenient. So, yeah. So I will say um, too, while we're on the topic of allergies, all right, this brings me to the, uh, this brings me to long COVID because a lot of people are fooling themselves with uh, data and statistics and science to just say that there's nothing going on there at all. Mm -hmm. And 
what's actually happening and there you know there there are a lot of people i know you know it's psychosomatic um you know it's it's the hot new ptsd and and all this Uh, you know you're going to have that with everything but uh there are genuine cases and it's interesting because it it maps onto um something that it's fairly new and it's it's kind of risen hand in hand with vaccines and with a lot of other really uh recent innovations uh something called mast cell activation syndrome and it's when the histamine producing cells in your body just uh they're pumping out way too much histamine they're just Mm -hmm. constantly activated right and so you're just overloaded with histamine so when you're overloaded with histamine you you start to get um the brain fog, you start to, you know, you can break out into rashes, you're tired, all of this stuff. I mean, histamine is just, it, it, it's rough if you're constantly being exposed to it. And it'll also uh, cause you to start developing more allergies. And so, because I had noticed that uh, after I had COVID, uh, my seasonal allergies just kicked in. Totally. It was crazy. And the other thing that COVID does, though, it's it's not just that it activates these mast cells; it's that uh, it seems to change, you know, not permanently, but uh, at least for a few months. It seems to change the way that you metabolize iron. So uh, I've kept track of my iron levels, uh, you know, periodically throughout the year uh, since getting red pilled on iron being a bad thing, right? Cause we add like, uh, iron shavings to the, the flour and all that. Like the government requires that flour manufacturers add iron, uh, fortification. I didn't so know that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're forced to put it in. So it's in your pasta, it's in your bread, <laughs> it's in all this stuff. And you know, if you eat red meat, you're already getting plenty of it the whole reason they added like in the fortification laws, which was passed in like the 1920s and 1930s was because people were eating like during the depression, people were eating like red meat, like every week or two, like, you know, one small portion of it. <laughs> and now we eat it almost daily. Uh, and the, the other thing is they're mandated to add this stuff to the food supply, but they're not mandated on quality. So it ends up basically being like rust, you know, it's just like, metal fillings mm-hmm. <laughs> thrown in anyway this uh when iron builds up because because if you add too much of any one mineral like in a supplementation you can throw your other minerals off mm. all right so if you uh supplement too much iron or zinc it makes your copper levels go down right so that's why i tell people like all right if you want zinc to boost immunity you need to take one of the supplements that are like zinc and copper because you don't want to deplete your copper uh, because that leads to a lot of bad things. Like if you're and the other thing is like COVID will also deplete your copper levels uh, because of the way your body's fighting the infection. So that reduces the copper levels and people can start to have nerve issues like tingling in the hands and stuff. Some people have like been told they need orthopedic surgery and really they just needed copper because when, uh, when your body's running really low in copper, it'll start like harvesting it from the uh, sheath that wraps your nerves. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's crazy to think, but we have actual copper grounding in our nerves, like to ground the electrical impulses. 
crazy. Yeah, just like uh, just like wires. But uh, yeah, so a lot of times, you know, this is this is a real condition, but a lot of times it's a simple nutrient issue. Mm-hmm. And so instead of telling people like, okay, we need to stabilize the mast cells with quercetin and maybe a few uh, niacin flushes, and we need to uh, address the copper deficiency by like eating a lot of uh, good chocolate. You know, it's a, it's a very good dietary source of it. Yeah. There's then saying like, we need to open up a new disability category for social security. So these people can be permanently disabled, you know, and it's, it, it kind of brings us back to what you were talking about with the peanut allergies, how, you know, we're just kind of accepting that people are going to have peanut allergies instead of be like, no, something's wrong. Like, let's try to fix it. Yeah. And so what we call long COVID, uh, you know, I've, I've had a lot of people, you know, come to me asking about it. I'll be like, all right, go do this. And, you know, tell me later how it is. You know, one case is a guy who it, uh, it developed two weeks after his initial infection and he was getting lost driving to work because he would have random memory lapses Hmm. and I mean, severe emotional issues and, it was bad. And so he went on, uh, you know, I put him on a protocol and he was on it for four weeks and he was totally fine all over again. And, you know, without that, it might've worked itself out or it might not have been, it might not have worked itself out. And he might've just like had like a permanent thinking he had a permanent disability. Right. Mm. And then once you start thinking you have a permanent disability, you kind of meme your body into it. The, the mind is so powerful in its connection with the body. Totally. That's why I say it's like, you know, these fake diseases, like people say, you know, fibromyalgia is fake. Well, maybe it is, but the person is suffering. Like that's, yeah. that's happening. So whether, the, whether you're dealing with something on a psychological level or whether you're dealing with it on a physical level, doesn't matter that much to me because they're, they're so intertwined that there's going to be a psychological element of dealing with the physical and a physical element of dealing with the psychological. And the, you know, the important thing is like whatever you have or think you have. Uh, and if you think you have it, you basically have it because your body will respond to, totally. to, to your thoughts. So, yeah. you know, whatever it is, let's just get it get it fixed, get it done. Yeah. Figure out, just look under the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like look under the hood of what we're doing. Like, Hey, but could it, could it be this, you know? And and to be honest, that's being a little disingenuous because I'm, I'm pretty sure the people that are doing this know, know what's happening. They just have liability from it. And that's all that's that's what drives me crazy. Sometimes with the randomized control trials for some of the COVID treatments, because I'm like, look, it might be a placebo effect. That's fine. Mm -hmm. If people are really believing in it, you know, like that's, uh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, if, if it is a placebo effect, you know, both groups are going to have a, like a benefit, right? So you have to, you have to look at the study and, and even if you're going to do the randomized control trial, you have to be like, all right, did all of the trial participants have a better outcome than just like random people who are out here getting sick. And a lot of times you look at these studies and that did happen like both the control arm and the placebo arm both had better outcomes than if the people hadn't been in the trial at all. Right. It's crazy. 
just yeah, we've, we've always believed in in long COVID on this pod yeah i, mean, I, I, I had it early and and i fucking my my infection wasn't that bad it, i knew it felt different and it was right when COVID was hitting the west coast back then um or supposedly uh, um and i yeah i got it and it settled in my throat it didn't go into my lungs which was good but yeah i, I for sure had long COVID. my throat was fucked up for like a year and i would just be have to clear it like 20 times a day you know even though i wasn't coughing and shit so yeah it's it's definitely but also like the memes are hilarious and like a lot of these long COVID accounts are like no and and also also another point is the thing you took to help with your long covid is not wasn't allowed exactly that's the thing it's like it is real we have something that could treat it so you can make your memes it's Mm -hmm. funny because it's even funnier when we could just treat it yeah i was taking taking quercetin and zinc I always take that. Which um, you can tell that's taking, not available, was, but yeah. Well, yeah, no, totally. And uh, vitamin D. So I was doing all these things, especially especially megadosing when I had COVID. And I kept doing that stuff. I never stopped. And it was definitely, I'm sure it wasn't hurting my, my long COVID or whatever, but it definitely wasn't curing it. And then I, I fucking heard Pierre Corey on, I think it might have been on the Rogan one, where he's like, yeah, we take people that have like either long COVID or vaccine injuries and put them on ivermectin, and like that, it seems to clear the spike or whatever, or seems to just be super anti-inflammatory. We don't know yet. And I was yeah, like, man. Fuck I- it, I'm gonna try it. And I, I bought some and did it, and it fucking worked in like three days. And just- I, I've got the horse paste, and I'll sometimes yeah. just include it on a charcuterie board. I remember you. I remember that. That was a legendary picture back in the day. You were you had a very like fancy picture of just like put it on like I, I can't remember what you were putting it on. It was like some kind of cracker or something. But it was, like, I think it was a, this was in Tuscany. It was uh it was on a piece of bread with some uh I think some oh, artificial yeah. uh artificial meats. You got some ivermectin bruschetta. Bruschetta. <laughs> put it on with a brush. Bruschetta di ivermectina. Yeah. So <laughs> floating in the fucking river. Yeah. Uh, yeah so like when I had it, you know, what was what was crazy to me is I, I mostly just had, had like the fatigue. Like I didn't run a fever. I didn't have the body aches. I didn't have any of this other stuff. I didn't have any breathing issues, none of that. But I did have a few days where it was like a, a, a spiritual battle. Like it was just this kind of deep despair. Uh, and I felt like there was just some kind of, some kind of evil force out there. And then what's, cr- and this is, uh, probably the weirdest thing about this virus is I have heard this actually from a lot of people uh, that I've talked to about it. And, you know, a lot of people don't, don't talk much about this because uh, you know, the reaction usually is, is, you know, intense skepticism, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Like uh, it's almost like there's this spiritual element attached to it that, almost like a uh like an evil spirit or something and it seems to be true of both the infection and uh and the shot you know yeah. i had one friend who uh you know was talking about like visualizing suicide um both yeah, when, when she had covid and when she got the johnson and johnson for work Crazy. and it was like i think with the johnson and johnson had actually like went up on a rooftop and was what like, fuck? yeah, yeah. And uh, there was uh, an, another um, 
lady I know about who's like, you know, a young mom, I think in her thirties. Um, she's a pastor's wife at a church out in California and she got COVID and like a week into it killed herself. Um, there's a, a woman I know in, uh, Southern California. She's, um, I think late thirties and she had, uh, she had last fall, uh, the virus and she went, I, man, I think it was like, I think it was April before she finally really came out of the fog, but I mean, she ended yeah. up in the psych ward a couple of times. Um, and I mean, she was having like serious suicidal ideations and, and all of this stuff and it. Uh, yeah. And it's, it seems to be like, particularly among Christians, uh, almost like concentrated among them. They've had like a really, uh, tough kind of spiritual battle with this. Yeah. And, you know, one guy, uh, yeah, one guy just the other night sharing a story with me, he said it was like there was this, um, you could see it. It was like a blackness in the veins, like going up uh, the side of his neck or something. As far, and and uh, someone he knew had uh, given him the dewormer, and that's what like stopped it. And so there's this, uh, I mean, this is, or, 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 can we get into so, something a little bit paranormal? No, so, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to, I only have one more thing after this I need to talk about, but, but please go ahead. Have you guys yeah, heard yeah. of the worm pill? The what? The worm no, pill. No, I've heard it said, but I haven't, I don't so know. There's like the red pill. I'm probably going to butcher it because it's been, it's been a while since I read anything about it, but the idea kind of uh behind it was that if people were wanting like why are they opposing these dewormers like so hard mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, people yeah. started posting these medical articles that was saying like actually parasites alter your behavior like they basically they lead to kind of more uh <laughs> degenerate desires you know like you know uh people would become like really in, infected with parasites and stuff and then maybe like uh i don't know they'd start uh coming involved in some like you know weird kind of illegal uh you know whether it's like sexual or whatever else just you know basically that there's like this person and i mean we know that uh you know toxoplasmosis affects sexual behavior right it's uh that's a parasite um uh, and I think there's a lot of infections of it in Brazil. And that's basically what they attribute the, uh, you know, um, the high level of, um, Coital, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> promiscuity, promiscuity. Oh, okay. I, thought, I, thought promiscuity. I thought it was gay. I thought, I thought it was gay at first. I was, I thought yeah. It was weird. yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a, you got out of Brazil. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of babies born out of what, I mean, they are producing a right. lot of children. You know, now I don't know if it shows up in the vital statistics because I don't know if their government's capable of counting them all. But, you know, something's like, you know, they say something's in the water, but literally something is in the water. It's uh, it's cat shit. And it's uh, it's like 40 percent of Brazilians have this uh, parasite in them and it makes them it makes people like uh, have lower inhibitions and, you know, more uh, promiscuous. So. 
there is something there, right? And like rabies makes people aggressive, right? So okay, different, yeah, yeah, yeah. So different uh, thing. It's you could say there are like some pathogens are like entities, and they start influencing our our behavior. So, uh, so the idea was like the the whoever they are, they really didn't want us at a population level to start taking antiparasitics because we would become much harder to control. Mm. Interesting. Versus they want us to take the jabs because that makes us much easier to control. Because for one thing, it's like psychologically a, yeah, you, you a, caved. a form yeah. of submission. You caved yeah. and you're going to cave again. Right. Uh, it, it's like the principle of, you know, the, uh, if you win one fight, you're more likely to win the next fight fight. But if you lose a fight, you're much more likely to lose the next fight. Right. Uh, so it's like the winner's effect, and the loser's effect. So, and then also I think, uh, I think with the jab, it's causing a lot of people to have like neurological inflammation. I mean, it's really shaving off a lot of IQ. Uh, Damn. Yeah, you know, people start to become kind of. I, these, I got no excuse for my, you know, yeah, robotic, but, yeah. robotic uh, automatons. So yeah, I mean, they they don't want us to take the parasites because they don't want us to take the anti-parasite pills because we'll become super based. I hundred uh, percent agree with that. I've I've heard that whispered throughout the years, and it makes perfect sense. And it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of. Man, I mean, I'd even go so far as like you remember, like Animorphs when the fucking slug goes into your ear mm-hmm. and controls your thoughts and shit. Yurts. You know? Yeah, uh, exactly. Like I think even I think even when it gets to discussion like materialism versus free will and more like spiritual stuff, you know, or like like atheist kind of like Sam Harris bullshit or whatever. Like you're just the wires in your brain. I think that's like some even thoughts like that. I feel are. Look, I'm not trying to say anyone's outlook is invalid or whatever, but I think, man, once you start to cleanse the parasites, you'll be you'll you'll wake up to some other realities and shit. Yeah, yeah. I will say that the uh, materialist outlook is invalid. Hundred percent. I, I have a come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no disagreement here. Yeah. Yeah. They have to talk. Yeah. To, <laughs> they have to talk themselves into it, right? It's like there's all these examples. You know, one one uh, off the top of my head is that. Yeah, there's a lot of recorded instances of people knowing when loved ones, like sometimes yeah. thousands of miles away, are either in danger or are dying. Yeah. And you, know, did yeah. you just read, did you just read this guy's like article to this? I just, like, I literally wrote today. No, like, he sent me a draft that? privately of something he's uh, writing, and you've, you've hit like four talking points of the thing yeah, we're talking about. We did today. not talk about this. At yeah, this is really this weird, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thank you for the promote. I mean, you're like helping us promote right now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. No, we're, uh, we're, Look, we're on the same same wavelength. We're vibrating yeah. at a similar frequency, and totally so that's the thing. It's you know, it's not just a coincidence. I didn't read the draft, but but sorry, you know. go on. You were saying you, when your loved one is in danger, they just couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean, people, yeah. you know, I know, uh, I know personally, right? Like in my own in my own family, my uh, brother was drowning over in Thailand, uh, and my mo- mom. Uh, this was like Easter morning. Uh, some years ago she woke up at 4 a.m which is the exact time that it was happening over there she woke up at 4 a.m she knew specifically that something that like he was in danger and she got out of bed and like knelt down by the bed and just started praying for him 
and he survived it. But it was a very, very close call. I mean, they had to bring him up and like pump the water out of his lungs and all this stuff. And so, like, there's, there's no, you know, materialist explanation for that. Uh, yeah. That, that uh, according to knowledge as it is now, I mean, we know that during the process of pregnancy, um, fetal cells end up in the mother's brain and yeah. maternal cells end up in uh, the fetal brain. And so there is like a, you know, you could say that there's like some basis for like a, uh, because like basically you have your mother's DNA in your brain and your mother has your DNA in her brain. Right. So, uh, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, 500 years from now, the materialists could like dig up something, but it's way, it would be way more woo woo than, um, you know, things now. I mean, they might come up with like some material explanation for the spiritual, but as it stands now, it's just like a lot of coping yeah. and seething. Yeah. And just, sorry, no, you're a meat suit. You can't believe that. Like, yeah. This. No, 100%. <laughs> yeah, and she, you know, first of all, shout out to the women's intuition, man. There's been all that whole thing of like, you know, like, oh, like, there's this, like, like feminism is dumb online or like for sure, you know, but like this whole thing, like, that's just like clowning on fibromyalgia and all that shit. I don't clown on the women's intuition, dude. Like, that shit is on point and you can't deny it. No, it's you true. Yeah you, can, yeah, you can't deny it at all. And um, just because something doesn't show up on a clinical test doesn't mean that there's not an issue. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, all right, what what kind of clinical test? A PCR test? Because that's not bullshit. Or it's just like, does the doctor actually know what he's looking for? Because a lot of times these cases, they're like, well, there's no test. For, like, you know, all the test results look normal for long COVID, right? Or, or like in these supposed long COVID patients. So I was like, all right, did you check their iron levels? Did you check, you know, did you start checking for, uh, you know, signs that their histamines are out of control? And it's like, well, no, you know, like they were just looking at like blood count or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so you're saying there's no test, but you're not using, you know, you're, you're, you don't even know what tests you would need to order. Like, because you don't have a theory of what could be going wrong because you fundamentally don't believe that there is anything wrong. Right. Uh, because the, uh, you know, the stolen valor PTSD women from the me too era have basically, uh, <laughs> you know, made it impossible for a normal woman to have a doctor believe anything they say. That's just the yeah. unfortunate reality of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, talking about women's intuition, I think uh, one of the major drives of modernity and of feminism has been to uh, divorce women from their intuitions. Yeah, you know, to, yeah. to try to force them into like the paradigm of a male brain, and you know, you know, uh -huh. you need to basically yeah. like yeah. anything a man can do, a woman can do. Just like you know, like we're like we're trying to make women become coders and truck drivers and coal miners. In mm -hmm. uh, really, it's like the principal comparative advantage would say that all right, women should focus on doing the thing that they're best at, which is being women, right? Yeah. Agreed. And so then you just, your, your background, all right, the thing they're best at is like, what is, what is their traditional roles in a society? And one of those roles is like that of an Oracle. Uh, yeah. And, you know, there's this blindness, to, like people don't see that women, you know, they say that women in countries like Iran are incredibly, like, you know, like persecuted and, you know, they have no agency and all of this stuff. It's like, you obviously have not met any Iranian families. Because 
women run those households, you know? (laughs) But the thing about it is, is they let the men save face. They would never like publicly emasculate their husband in front of the world like Mm. that uh, tired mom cartoon artist has been Mm. doing, right? Like, you know, Right, because her husband ate a peach out of a fruit bowl. Yeah, he's about that. Uh, we have another thing. You, are you just? Do you just have it open right now? I mean, Jesus, man, like, he's going through. He's got access to the drafts too. I guess. Yeah. You know, so, like, from one of these like patriarchal cultures, yeah, a woman would never do that kind of thing. But she's exerted. There's a lot of influence, and it's not. You know, maybe sometimes it's in a, in a nagging, hectoring way, but in a lot of ways, it's it's like it's it's great for the for the men because like they have this uh source of feminine wisdom and kind of a a balance right to uh you know you have a, a masculine and a feminine and, uh and you're you know you're each in your own sphere yin and yang man yeah exactly and you know i feel like what they want now is like all right we're gonna like equally divide the housework we're going to equally divide the uh, day job work. You know, we're just going to equally divide everything and we need to behave the exact same way. So like, yeah. And it's like, well, you know, at that point it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's strange to me because like when the, when the issue of uh, gay adoption first came up, I was like, well, you know, it's kind of weird to have like two parents that are really in kind of the same role. I was like, I think you should have like a masculine influence and a feminine influence. And, you know, it doesn't really work taking out one or the other. But then I look at it now and it's like, wow, that's what all marriages are like aiming yeah. toward. And, and, divorce, and divorce, divorce fucked up parenting to, to begin with. So it's kind of like, who oh, yeah. we even say who we'd even say that like, because at the time it's like the it's like this dad, but th- they don't see that dad at all. And then there's yeah, a stepdad. The it's yeah. like there ends up being multiple father figures, anyways. Like half the time. Yeah. So it's like yeah, that's yeah. why I've never had an issue with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, you're you're totally right. I mean, we, you know, people uh, after the uh, you know Burgerfeld decision, they're like, wow, you know, like marriage has become corrupted, or you know, all of a sudden, I was like, where have you been for the last 50 years? Yeah, the minute you could ever end it with uh, with paperwork, you know, like, the, the, that's when it ended. I mean, you know, I, I can we return doubt it, but I'm just saying, like, people, it, it, when you leave somebody an out like that, and then you basically shake up the nuclear family just uh, on a whim, you know, and, and that's that's the thing. But Yeah, I you mean, know. The, the two things, I think the divorce and the advent of chemical contraception uh, just really you know, did a number on, on humanity and then probably AIDS because, uh, <laughs> you know, they psyoped people, they psyoped people into thinking they could get it when there's like not a chance in the world that they would get it. Right. Uh, and that, I think, <laughs> you know, just the, re- you know, it, it was almost like they really wanted to end teenage pregnancy, but the best way they could do it was say that like, you know, if, uh, you had sex with your high school girlfriend and you would die of AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, hundred percent. We're successful because our, our uh, pregnancy rate has cratered in like the teenage pregnancy. Well, rate. I have seen some of the, you know, women, my friends have dated and, you know, just, <laughs> it could happen. But, uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. I'd have it at like plus seven fifty if it, if it hit. But I know. mean, that's you talk about you talk about like peanut allergy should be cause for concern. Like we need a five alarm fire to figure out what is ha- why is everyone 
becoming so fat? Why is it so hard to stay at a healthy weight? Yeah. Like across the board. Uh, so I had, that's true. Now, before we run out of time, I had one last thing I had to tell you about. Uh, now we don't have to go fully down this rabbit hole, but people have been asking and you're the, per the perfect person to have on for this. Um, sunscreen. I don't use it. It's never felt right ever putting it on my skin. Like my wife and I were just talking about that. I was like, isn't that the worst feeling in the world putting on sunscreen? Like it's oh, just yeah. disgusting. Yeah, it's, just... it's terrible. It's just like like you're just turning to a... and especially the kind that I would even use because I, you know, we'll we'll get into what why the You know when you go into a shower and you like get all like the oil and grime and stuff off your face and you just feel nice and clean. Uh -huh. Sunscreen is like going from that to putting all the like oil and grime back on. It's like a seed oil topical. Yeah, it's like you know, you become encased in a film, uh, in a in a tiny film of uh, thin film of plastic. Yeah, that's kind, so, of, that's kind of how I feel. But, so, so now I I work outdoors. I work outdoors sometimes ten to twelve hours a day in the sun. Um, it's uh, but I I you know for some reason like I burn. It happens. It it does. I mean, you know, that's a long time for anyone to be out in the sun. I, I don't yeah. know that I'm necessarily the normal sun exposure. I in fact I'd I'd imagine people are quite the opposite of me where they only get maybe 10 hours a week of sun or something. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting there every day. However, what I do is I, I put shade on, I have yeah. where hard after construction, I get this like sombrero like thing with a drape in the back. Uh, I take it off sometimes during the day, get a little sun, you know, take my sunglasses off, um, you know, break the law, a little lawbreaker on the PPE construction, but it's okay. And I, I take that off and I get a little, I get a little sun. Um, but for a while before all that, before I decided to get into that mode, I'd be using this like badger sunscreen, which was natural. But that shit, dude, that shit turns you into a fucking geisha, man. Like, <laughs> like, like, dude, like, you, you, you look like some David Cross, like weird guy in a field, so, so, like covered the in zinc white. oxide <laughs> stuff. I feel like I'm in whiteface. You yeah, know, it's like the opposite <laughs> of Justin Trudeau. Like Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, like reporter on TV, like, like <laughs> yeah. Tom, here's the weather, Tom. You know, like, <laughs> just like, yeah, just it's like the Mark Zuckerberg pick in Hawaii. Yeah, hundred percent, dude, hundred percent. Like that guy is modernity in one picture, like just. <laughs> I uh, just, I don't know what, like, no way, man. Like, I, it's never felt right. So, just before we go out of here, get into just the idea of why just regular old copper tone tear sunscreen. Yeah. Why is that so bad? So, why, uh, why was why was it needed? Why was it? Why was there such a rush for it to be to be mm. put on people? Uh, so, one of the issues, I mean, one thing is like they they like to find very small. Uh, like low risk events that they can then like blow up into like the next public health thing. And this is just for funding, right? It's just the way the, the public health right. is they constantly need to be finding a threat so they can like get Congress to give them some money for some campaigns. And, you know, the sun being bad was one of them, which is ridiculous on its face because, you know, we've, we've throughout human history, we've always had sun exposure. Now, uh, I think one of the problems was actually that uh, once we started to move in, indoors for work, we uh, we ended up with a class of people who were prone to sunburns, right? So it's not sun exposure that can give you sun cancer. It's having like real some really gnarly sunburns. Totally, yeah. And so if you build up uh, a base tan, like that's the best, that's the best sunscreen. Like it's, it's going to work better than 80 yeah. SPF because – uh, you know, if, if the sun's strong enough, like if you're in Florida, I don't care what kind of sunburn you're wearing, you can burn and you can burn mm -hmm. in a pretty short period of time unless you've built up uh, a decent tan. Yeah. 
And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of, that's kind of where they were coming from on that. The, the problem was the big problem is like most sunscreen is, uh, they use a chemical like benzene to, to reflect the light, uh, mm -hmm. away, but they never tested what that, uh, chemical does inside of your body. Right. Uh, you know, before the FDA approved it and the FDA found that actually, if you, if you apply a chemical sunscreen, right, like I spray you down with copper tone and then I give you a blood test a couple hours later, I can tell what brand of sunscreen was you were sprayed down with because of the, uh, the chemicals are detectable in your bloodstream. Damn. So I know what, <laughs> you know, what you put on, if I know what the ingredients of that sunscreen were. And this is like true, basically every, uh, every chemical sunscreen. But the other thing, it's, it's not just that these are getting in, into your bloodstream. It's that they are attaching to, uh, receptors in your, in your skin. Uh, and one of the receptors it can attach to is the, uh, the androgen receptor. And it can, uh, when it attaches and when like exposed to UV light, it's like it almost fries the receptor to where it's kind of stuck in this active state until it dies of overexcitation. And so you can be disrupting the, uh, the hormone system, the endocrine system, uh, in a way that's like estrogenic. Right. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who would have guessed? Yeah. yeah. Or, or has like another, you know, it, it could be almost like, uh, I don't know. It, it's just, you don't want to, you don't want to mess around with these androgen receptors. And, you know, if you're, if you're doing that enough, you can start to like develop a, you know, if you're killing off your receptors, it's like, all right, well, you're, they're not going to be responding to your normal, uh, your normal androgenic hormones, right? And those have like some very important functions. Fuck. So, so that's the one thing. So I got, uh, this was actually one of my first, uh, sort of red pills, um, in college, I was already anti-sunscreen. Damn. And I was on the uh, college. Don't invite him on the boat trip. Yeah. Don't, invite, <laughs> don't invite the anti-sunscreen guy. Well, I was on uh, I was on the crew team. And that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He, we did that whole thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah so we were, out on the, we were out on the water uh, 10 hours a week. Right. So I was getting some... Uh, a lot of sun exposure and you know at first i would like i think my first year i would use some sunscreen but it just it wasn't really doing you know it wasn't doing the trick i would get burned anyway and then um my older brother was like uh actually you shouldn't use that it doesn't really work he's like you should use coconut oil instead and so i started using it actually as like an after sun if I would get kind of red, right, right. like an aloe. Like, well, at least it's, you know, my skin's really dry. So at least like this will, this will fix up. So let me try this. And I noticed, um, it would keep me from peeling. And so instead of peeling, <clears throat> I would go to, you know, just darken up. And, uh, so then I just started using it kind of as a sunscreen. And I noticed that I didn't, I didn't get red nearly as quickly. Uh, if at all, I mean, you know, most, so I could, I could be outside, uh, you know, two and a half hours, uh, full sun, you know, in the summer on the water where you have it like reflecting up at you. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I was covered in coconut oil, uh, I wouldn't burn at all. The only problem being like, I couldn't touch, uh, any part of my body that was oiled because if you get, if you have oily hands, slip off, trying to, yeah. de- trying to yeah. deal with the, uh, trying to deal with the ore is really difficult. Yeah. Uh, those, your hands will just slip off. And yeah, Braddock uh, fumbles it again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What well, that's dangerous. If a, if a, or they call it catching or crab, if a, or goes into the water at the wrong angle, if it's not perfectly squared, uh, then it can get stuck under the water and the, suddenly the handle flips b- back up at you. Ooh. Uh, and there was a guy I saw one day. It was, it was, a uh, it was amazing to see it. Uh, he, uh, caught a crab and we call it an ejector crab because it threw him out of the boat that handle like hit him in the chest Damn. and threw him like hit over heels, you know, just launched him out of the boats. <laughs> wow. Kirkland coconut oil strikes again. Yeah. It's, it's such a great sport because like, if you're going really fast, you know, like you're one slip up away from your equipment, just throwing you like 20 feet off to the side. 100%. 100%. And now the diet, how about the dietary element of this? Cause Tom Brady, famous dietary element. Death. Tom Brady is a is a is a very anti sunscreen yeah. man. So everybody <laughs> clowns a, all this holistic shit, but literally, there's a guy playing quarterback at 45 in the NFL, and, he <laughs> and looks he's great. all that, and he's all that stuff. He looks better than he did when he was fucking 30. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was like flabby as fuck, and he looks yeah. incredible right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So one of Brady's things is uh, he eats a very anti-inflammatory diet, and. He says that uh, sunburn is caused by dehydration. And if I you drink, actually agree. If you're a little bit, if you're hydrated enough, you won't get sunburned. I, I think there's a there's. I don't know if that's like 100 percent true, but I could see that. I could see no, that. I'm, being yeah, I, I'm actually I, glad this came up because I wanted to bring this up and I forgot about it. Like, yeah, we forget about what we put inside our bodies to avoid sunscreen. Like, yeah, water and antioxidants. And, and the sunscreen like, literally does go inside your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tongue. You're not going to be copper division. Dehydrates <laughs> you. Just help. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> nice water you got there. Yeah. And, um, no, yeah. that. But but so, yeah, he doesn't do strawberry. He's like anti-acid, I think, in his diet. Oh, I mean, is this, yeah. a, this isn't the first time we talked. I always bring it up. I, I'm fascinated by He's it. He's a strawberry guy. Yeah, anti-strawberry guy. Because I'll never stop eating strawberries. I don't give a fuck. Those are so, so I'd say, like, if you're, if you're, if it's the dead of winter and you're going to, like, fly somewhere tropical and be out on a beach, uh, yeah, I mean, take a, take along some mineral sunscreen for the first couple of days because it'll take a little bit to establish a base tan. But normally, uh, you're really, you know, if you're, if you can build up a, a base stand and maintain it, that's going to be a lot better than any sunscreen. And that's literally getting a base tan because you're not doing sunscreen. Base tan. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like, all right, if you're going to go like, you know, sea kayaking all day, all right, you might want to take some active measures like long yeah. shirt, uh, wide brim hat, and maybe the wide uh, brim hat is a, is a, is a major yeah. key, major yeah. key. Uh, and actually, I'll tell you one of the things too is uh, that that I figured out uh, causes issues is if you wear sunglasses too much. I I'm 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 starting to feel that because you need the light cues uh, entering your eyes mm-hmm. for your body to uh, for you know to trigger the adaptive response, right? So if your eyes are not getting the data that I'm in bright light, and you know it's time to like deploy the the anti-inflammatory 
uh, elements, then you know you're probably going to get more burn than you would otherwise. Yeah, you should wear sunglasses like a Kardashian, like indoors. You know, at night, <laughs> for the indoors at night, for the, you avoid the fluorescent. Like, yeah, you yeah. to keep the fluorescence out. Like, keep the blue lights out. Yeah, every I never knew that Chris Jenner was so based, but you know, here we are. Uh, I wear my sunglasses man. inside. Fucking mm -hmm. just a yeah. sick ass remix of that. Yeah, that's good. That so okay. And now there's the skin cancer element, right? What about skin cancer? Is skin cancer so is skin cancer caused by sunburn, right? Exclusively, or is it do you think there's well sometimes a, it's caused by sunscreen? That's that yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, like you're <laughs> slathering chemicals on your skin, like yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. just like a mayo base on your skin, like just yeah, yeah. And, and people don't talk about like all right, that's you know, they're they're focusing and they, this is our, our problem, like they focus on eliminating the threat from one thing, right? Melanoma, which uh you know it, it's it's extremely rare that it's, uh, you know, like the, the, the death rate from it uh, at a population level is very small. Mm -hmm. And they, they focus on that. And what they're missing out is what happens when you cut down on people's sun exposure, right? Their vitamin D levels drop. It burns too. Uh, and the, the other thing is it's not just vitamin D you get from the sun. It's no. all of these other things. It, it relaxes your blood vessels. So it, it eliminates yeah, uh high is amazing if you have high blood pressure it's one of the sun exposure is one of the best things you can do it generates the nitric oxide that relaxes your blood vessels and, dude and in, in the old dirty harry uh movies they're putting patients in the sun in the hospital he goes to yeah. and visits people it's That's, in San Francisco. It's so so based i was like you, oh i love this yeah. and hospitals used to they used to be designed architecturally it's like all right we're going to do like really uh high windows you know mm -hmm. like these, totally rooms with high ceilings which were better for ventilation right they're they're not setting this toxic stew of air you had really high ceilings so there was like a lot of air right uh, kind of per patient and then like very high windows and they would have balconies and terraces and it would be a beautiful nice setting and they would have attractive nurses like it's the perfect place to recover <laughs> like you have a will to live you're surrounded by beauty Whereas yeah. I, well, I walk into a hospital to visit other people. <laughs> I'm going to like, visit somebody. And if I'm in the hospital like five minutes. I'm like, I want to die. Oh, it's so awful. Yeah, dude. It's so awful. Like, it is so scary, all the stuff you see. And, like, yeah, I, I've, I've known this for a while. Like, you know, my, my wife's a big proponent of it. Like, she doesn't get enough sun. She works indoors side by side with people all day. And um, when she she'll she'll just go sit on the i i get plenty of sun so i'm actually like Dr dracula like close the blinds when i get home because i just can't i don't even i'm done with you you know what i mean like see people say touch grass i'm trying to stop touching grass like I, i'm outside all the time and uh she what but she doesn't so on the weekends it's nice sun she'll go sit on the steps you know what i mean just go sit on the steps oh. for a little bit just 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 take it all in like the sun the sun is good for you it's there for a reason it's cool we have a lot of anti-moon stuff that we say on here uh no i'm anti very anti-moon too I, i'm pro i'm pro sun tell you that much dude the moon the moon messed me up last year uh <laughs> i had a it's called a yeah it's called a pneumo mediastine i think we should nuke the moon actually but uh for a dozen okay. and a pneumo it's, it's it was a spontaneous thing where like air leaked from my lung into my chest cavity where my heart is Damn. and so like my uh lungs started deflating 
and or collapsing yeah. and uh it became harder and harder for me to breathe <laughs> until mm. i ended up having to go to the emergency room and uh so i i go to the i go to the and i was kind of worried because uh i was like okay is this like a blood clot you know like you know i was still freaked out by like pulmonary embolisms and stuff so right uh so they're in the, you know, I'm in the hospital. Of course, it takes five hours to get a CT scan. And of course, the first thing when I walk into the hospital, I can barely breathe at that point. Is they're like, we need you to put on a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget how retarded this whole period of human history was because yeah. it's. Yeah. It's, it, but, it, I mean, it's not what doctors not washing yeah. their hands level bad. So. I get there and then like they finally get the results and the doctor comes in and is like, well, the good news is it's not a blood clot. The bad news is uh, you have like a very large air pocket in your chest cavity mm. and there's an ambulance coming to take you to like this other hospital. That's like uh, much more of like a specialist hospital. And I'm like, Oh man, the so they get there and they're like, you know, toss me on a stretcher and they're like taking me to an ambulance. Uh, and they're like, uh, just be prepared. It's it's a full moon tonight, so it's going to be crazy at the ER. Like that yeah. we're going to. Damn, even they know. And it was. And I was just out in a hallway, you know, yeah. and it's just like the place was jam-packed with people. And, yeah. uh, you know, they're like bringing like medical students by to like gape at me, you know, just like because uh, yeah. they, they don't see much of this. And finally, the next morning uh, at like noon, uh, well, actually at, at 10, they finally gave me some Dilaudid. Uh, and I now see what the appeal of opiates is. But uh, this is my first time having them for anything. But uh, then they finally brought by a doctor at noon and he actually knew like what was up. And he was like, oh, yeah, like this will take care of itself. He's like, we can discharge you now. <laughs> so I, was, I was like awake all night in pain on a stretcher. Like, <laughs> corridor of an er yeah uh fuck, fuck for the moon, fuck the moon. And, totally. you know and i i didn't make the connection till later and then i was like looking at like you know the higher incidences is all all these things during a full moon and i looked up and i found a pubmed article that said that the type of uh that pneumomediastinum and a pneumo and pneumothorax is also they occurred more frequently during a full moon <laughs> What yeah. the fuck? Dude? So it's like the moon, like <laughs> you know, gave me an air bubble in my chest. What has it done for anybody? Like, what's been like? Hey, man, been great. But it's Ever it's since the moon got there <laughs> like that. It's crescent moon is really really. I'll hit tell you, it's there. it's uh, guys. It's like all right, we're recording on the tenth, and you know, tomorrow's the uh, super moon. Well, I'm gonna tomorrow, drop it right. tomorrow. I'm dropping it on the super moon. Fuck it, and. The day after that is uh, the heliacal rising of Sirius, which is what the Egyptian calendar is based off of. Oh, damn. So, so first of all, Supermoon might be an episode title. Uh, like, mm. well, well, also, uh, <laughs> I was just told like today, somebody was like, uh, well, you do know that this is the fifth anniversary of Charlottesville. Like, Oh wow! Yeah, the eleventh and twelfth. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Oh boy! Here we go. What's gonna happen? I'm spending the next forty-eight hours with my ear to the ground for like some mass sacrifice ritual. Okay, I'll put this episode out immediately, so then you can you can be almost prophetic if if it does. Well, I happen. was prophetic. I was prophetic on uh, eight eight, the day of the Trump 
Mar-a-Lago raid. Mm -hmm. uh, because I had posted on August 1st, I was saying like the Lion's Gate is going to open on 8-8. Mm -hmm. uh, and it did. You know, the, uh, the Trump is the lion and uh, they busted through his gate to get into Mar-a-Lago. So that's so yeah. crazy. I wanted, okay, but the hospital thing, it was interesting. I just wanted to bring up one thing about that, that they, the medical professionals were like, watch out, it's the full moon, which is interesting because it's like a medical profession and it's very like, you yeah. know, uh, like, you know, very materialist, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. But when, when there's skin in the game, we accept yeah. the metaphysical aspect of it, which I think is interesting, you know, because they deal with it every day and they see it. Yeah, almost almost any doctor with any level of pattern recognition is is going to tell you like the same. It's like, yeah, it gets crazy during the full moon. And, the you know, like you said, skin in the game, <clears throat> uh, you know, they actually believe in it, because if you ask like the people who handle the uh, schedules, like for scheduling the shifts, <laughs> nobody wants to work the full moon. Yeah. Even the ones who would never actually tell you like that the full moon like brings a lot of people into the ER, like the ones who like, you know, verbally stay committed to the materialist bit. They don't want to work that like they're yeah. still like trying to avoid that. Uh, those nights. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, That's I, the, the moon works itself into the, every one of our episodes. Every one of our episodes. It just, it just happens. And I just, man, this last weekend, I had so many, I'm just going to say that like random so many moon synchronicities. I would see it like printed on ads and like just all over like 10 times in a row. And I was like, what the, fuck? I was just looking around over my shoulder. Like what is going on right now? Anyway, that's just. Yeah. Um, and, and then like, you know, like that person, Sophie tried to take a picture of the moon. Was it full <laughs> that night? Uh, Wait, what happened? Know, the, the, the trans producer, Sophie. Um, it was a, like a like a EDM kind of like glitch beat maker type person, and tried to take a picture of the moon. Fell off, like fell off some like scaffolding weird thing. Like it was a very, I mean, you know, if you if you wow. Google if you Google the person, you'll be like, that's you know, that's probably wow. I didn't know that. You're telling me now for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're kind of like, all right, I'm not exactly shocked. I just want to know what. Form was the moon in? Oh, we got to find oh, out tonight. This is the, this is the, the uh, that Jack, that Jack this got. is the target. This is the yes. target. Super. Yes, I'm yes. Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at the Oh, the CEO, yeah, the, the yeah. customer, the employee, the checkout. <laughs> yeah, old friend of the podcast, Jack uh, Basin, uh, got got a little oh heat for for doing that on on uh, on uh, on from uh, Sophie fans. I'll say that much. For, well, that is every that yeah. is every male target cashier. So yeah. look, the moon was upset that the yeah look the moon yeah. is supposed to exude like real feminine energy, and yeah. it was just like. Eh. You're not passing for me. The, so. moon, the moon is the ultimate form of women in management. <laughs> yeah. just, I just say that much. Like, I just the final form. If this, are you building up to this? Yeah. Let's just do that much. Uh, what, I, what I'll say on the astrology stuff, like the the rising of Sirius and the lions getting all that stuff. All right. Because people ask me about it, and it's like, okay, do you actually believe? All that? I was like, what really matters is that the. Uh, the millennial women who run the deep state, they believe in astrology and you best believe that they're like picking the important dates to like stage there. Oh, <laughs> no. Damn it, dude. These next two days, I'm going to be on fucking eggshells, man. 
on eggshells. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, anyways, uh, Benjamin Braddock, which I just found out was from The Graduate because I watched it not long ago. That's pretty cool. The character, you know, the character. <laughs> you guys have the same name. You guys, did you know that? Yeah, that's that's who I got. I, from. I, I, um, I, yeah, I just said uh, that was funny. It was funny because I was watching them. I had never seen it. It was just one of those movies that I had always avoided me. Like, I was just like, man, I just one of the classics. I've well, watched it. I'm laughing my ass off. So, yeah, here's an, uh, here's an example of uh, life imitating art, though. Because mm. uh, I've, I've had that uh, pseudonym because it was, I was just looking for like a low hanging, low hanging fruit to, to do an anonymous Twitter Jewish account. man, too. Interesting. Yeah. We're not going to get into that. Uh, yeah. That's caused, that's caused a lot of conspiracy <laughs> theories about me. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, true. Some that, point, I leaned, yeah. some that I leaned into. And then I, I think at one point... I, well, I, the, ca the character's not Jewish, though. I think just Dustin. Yeah, I, I tweeted a reply yeah. to somebody. I was like, yeah, I'm Jewish. And, uh, and suddenly, like, I <laughs> oh, stopped my, no. being yeah. censored by Twitter. You know, and I was like, actually, this is good. <laughs> it's, it's, Dark Three is one of the tribe. I'm, I'm good to go now. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then like uh, you know these other, then it turns out like it's like wow th these Dustin Hoffman movies really describe me. You have like the Rain Man. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, Straw Dogs didn't happen. Uh, Outbreak. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All the President's Men. Uh, which uh, the outbreak was you know this African monkey carrying a lethal virus. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog was. Uh, Mm -hmm. man that was that was if you could pick a, a movie to watch in the time of the ukraine psyop that is the perfect one because it's yeah. just like completely uh producing a war not rain man though right you, you have no correlation to rain man whatsoever <laughs> uh i am autistic yeah well you know i will say this you have you have the exact I'm a big fan of tom cruise and he's yeah. he's in yeah. rain man so yeah well you have the exact right amount of autism though like you have that like you have yep. it where everybody who doesn't have any should be like, well, can I get a little? Cause you know, you yeah. have, you have that because autism is like cilantro where if it's too much overpowers the dish and it only tastes like cilantro, you know, and then, but just the right amount is like, wow, this dish really went to the next level. And that's what I think you do for our podcast. So just the uh, right level of uh, right level of vaccines. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, back to like 12 or 13. It's, we don't want to get rid of We're not completely anti-vaccine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that'd be, a, that'd be a really good centrist stance. It's like, I still want some kids to have enough. And we want enough vaccines to like get you the, you know, the, 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 Positive qualities, but we don't really want to yeah. send them to nonverbal too. That's why we split it up into into a tenth of the, the, the overall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, we're just trying to hone the level of autism. We I, mean, I, I, I do remember some friends who uh, who were who were very woke on COVID and a lot of the other things. They went ahead and got the vaccines anyway because they were convinced that it would make them even more autistic. Yeah, <laughs> get, the, get those get those numbers out of the rookie number territory on on Twitter. Yeah, but uh, so anyways, uh, thanks for joining us once again, uh, Medical Red Pill Volume Two. Uh, we have a sub stack which ben apparently telekinetically like downloaded into his brain and just said everything that was on there which is lovely even the stuff that hasn't come out yet hasn't come out yet so uh thank you for that on that on that note um everyone follow him at, at graduate gra is it graduated ben graduated ben yes uh, on 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 twitter a fantastic follow and um uh, again ne next time we got to go into ticks dude you, you teased it so next time is ticks and and next whatever the hell else Next time is ticks. Thank you so much. Uh, and once again, uh, everybody uh, have a safe week. All right. See you guys.